Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. We're all here to ride the MSL wave, the mental strength league. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. Connor Johnson, first in. What's going on, F. Montez? F-A-C-U-N-D-O. What's going on, brother? Joe Jackson joining in. Miles99, what's up, what's up? Miles, I think this is the first time I've catched you in the live with the Seattle Sounders logo. What's going on, brother? Joe, I'm doing well. What's up with you, brother? F. Montez. Montez484. What's up? I am Sir Nutty. What's going on? Pogba Jr. Trippin' Carlos. Yeah, I see you getting those getting those two assists. Yeah, you guys you guys know. You guys know what it is. I'm trying to see what we got here. I didn't even see those. Uh, my crosses. Welcome to the live. Do we got the? Uh, I've seen if we had the video. I don't have the video of the assists. I should have put those. Pulled those. I only had the screen grab the image. But yes, two assists in uh, the most recent game. It was it was good to get back into the swing of things. Starting to get a little bit of my game fitness back. So that has been. Nice. Um, yeah, that's been good. Let's see what we got here. But yo, what's going on? If everybody can hear me all right, spam that heart button. Drop an I'm in your head emoji. So we can start getting into today's episode of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. I think we're episode 89. Are we episode 89 or 90? What are we? I'm not sure. Episode 89 or 90. Something like that. I gotta, I gotta get focused on figuring out what episode number we are because we're we're coming in on the Century Club here soon, um, which I also need to do a better job of planning for so we can put something special together for it. Um, but we still got ten more weeks until then. But eh, you guys know, ten weeks can come up quick, so we gotta uh, put that plan in place. Chief Ventura said, "Knowledge." That's right, because on. In every episode of the hashtag Assay Soccer Pro Show, we break down the MSL. It is a game where you are an active participant or you're steady getting played of this game and how to thrive in it is because the MSL mindset is the mic down the MSL and the AmeriCorps process or seven-step AmeriCorps process, the first three steps of that process being the three S's of self-awareness. And uh, we get into getting your questions answered every week. The community grows. And the community is diligently applying the lessons. Um, and oh, I'm seeing questions already coming in, but uh, diligently applying the lessons learned and uh, techniques and strategies and philosophies to get uh, success in their in their local teams or clubs, um, both on and off the field. Because as you guys know, teamwork makes the dream work. And the team keeps putting in that work. So if you had any questions for an 11-year or 12-year professional soccer player, now is the time to ask your questions. So drop your questions in the question box here. Um, go ahead and participate in the community as usual. We'll see who stops by th throughout our time together. And we'll get to um, as many questions as possible. As the questions come in, I answer them. And if the questions slow down... We'll uh we'll close out the show. So take full advantage. Let's see. Liverpool R uh, oh, live R pool FC fan page said I deleted IG on my phone but couldn't log on back to my uh, Poon, uh Pogba Junior account unless I use my Galaxy. So I use my Liverpool fan page. Ah, okay. So Pogba is um, live R pool 
FC fan page. Welcome from your other account. Timmy Pig 14 joined in. What's going on? Uh, Danny.005 asks, you definitely had yourself a game the other day against Los Dos. Killed it during the game, Quincy. I'm in your head. Thank you very much, Danny. I appreciate you guys um, tuning in to the game and, and uh, yeah, checking it out. I appreciate the support and the love. And um, for anyone who uh, watched the game, uh, for anybody who watched the game, what stood out most to you about the game and the the play? Let's see. And while uh, I wait for your guys' feedback on that question, I will jump into some of the questions that came in right here. So let's see what we got here. So Fernandinho um, asked, do you train individually on the same day you have team practice? Yes. For the most part, um, I will do an individual training session every day. Um Unless it's a day that I've I've designated for like a day off where I'm not doing anything. And an individual session can be as simple as like stretch and foam roll and um, regen and recovery to um, a full-on shooting session, individual ball work, dribbling, cutting, plyos, uh, gym session, workout, all that kind of stuff and everything in between. So um, yes, I think – it is important, especially if those of you are interested in becoming a professional uh, player one day, to uh, create a program for yourself. Uh, create a program for yourself that you can stick to for the long term. So uh, I just talked about this with the Perfect Soccer team on Monday. We have our team meetings every Monday, and uh, the theme was: I want everybody working at sixty percent their max capacity every day. So it's the idea is that if you approach it that way, over time you'll build stamina, you'll build fitness, you'll build rhythm and you won't burn yourself out. So you'll be ready for when your opportunity comes and there'll be moments where you need to maybe kick it into 70%, 80%, 90% or even 100%, but yeah, but that's not required of you all the time at every moment in time and that even ties to with one of uh with one of my teammates that I was talking to today at lunch was uh, about timing you know a lot of the game is understanding the right time to make certain actions and um the game of soccer is simple but we can make it very complicated um yeah, we can make it very complicated. So, so understanding that is is crucial, and understanding that it is very difficult to do the simple things well. So, if you're focused in on doing the simple things really well consistently over time, you are likely to find success, um, at least the way that most people describe what success is. Um, good question. Let's see what we got here. A-D-A-I-R dot A-V-A-L-O-S said or asked side of college to play pro. Should I play soccer in college or play outside of college to play pro? Um, it depends the age that you're at. Uh, with how I'm seeing the soccer landscape change, if you are a talented youth player who would be likely to be picked up by a college program, you're probably going to get picked up by a, a developmental academy from from one of these professional teams. Now, if you're not in a major market or an area where the developmental academy is, then you're going to have to try to play at the highest level you possibly can get to in your local area or even travel um, if that's available to you. Um, but yeah, if you don't have those options, then college is still your best route of getting scouted and seen. Uh, the idea being that if you are good enough, you will be seen because you'll be playing games at that level and you should be dominating at that level uh, to pique the eyes of coaches and scouts to then make your way up the ranks. Now, is it harder to go pro from college than like a youth academy? That's starting to trend towards yes, because a lot of these youth academies are being invested in by their clubs. So they're going to want to farm from their own system 
more than they're going to want to pull guys or girls from systems outside of their own. So you'll, you want to be mindful of that when you're making your decision um, in which route you want to take. Having said all that, education and the college experience is something that you cannot um, duplicate. And I think a lot of players who are choosing to try to go the professional route are doing so without fully understanding what they're giving up by not going to college. Um, and college is an experience on the education piece, but more so this, the, the life lessons, the connections, the people, the friends, the relationships that I developed while I was there that I wouldn't ever give up in exchange for a professional career. So if you were asking me, Quincy, knowing what you know now and, and the career that you had, um, would you trade in the experience, the experience of college and all the people that you met there for your profession, the professional career that you had? If you had to pose that um, hypothetical scenario to me, I would choose my college experience and career. That's where I met my wife, and um, that's why I have my two beautiful boys now, so I would never change that for anything. And that wouldn't have, have happened had I not gone to the college route. So I share that because playing professional soccer is cool. It's It's a goal of many players, but that's not all... That's not all of life. That might be your life and what you want your life to be, but that's not all. That's not everything that life is and not what everything life could be. So be mindful of that. And it's difficult to know what you're giving up by making these decisions, but don't don't make them lightly. So take the time to think through what what's best for you, what you think works for you. After you've applied those three S's of self-awareness, you guys know what it is. Um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash SSS. Um, somebody please type that in so I can pin that to the bottom there. Um, because that is the that is the system of thought that I use when um, thinking through uh, small decisions and big decisions. Let's see. Trevor... T-R-E-V-O-R-W-I-L-L-I-S underscore ask, what do you do to recover after a practice or game? Um, typically, I'll ice bath and um, sometimes I'll do contrast, but I prefer to just do straight ice bath. Uh, you can you can do the bike a little bit. You do puff pants. I don't know if that's the technical term for it, but they're the... Um, the, the, the pants that you pull up your legs and then they, they compress, um, massage if it's available, um, individual trigger point stuff, stretch, and um, pl- uh, body weight stuff, body weight um, exercises. Let's see what we got. Thank you, Joe. Uh, pin comment. What up, Grizzy? Welcome. Hey, Ray. Welcome. Hey, Ray. Uh, Montreal Impact memes joined in. What's going on? Damar S-A-T-R-Y-A. Yusuf. What's going on? Weston Benny uh, said, by the time I see someone, it's too late. So I'm assuming you wrote something. Yep. Okay, here we go. Scroll back up. So Weston, W-S-T-O-N dot B-E-N-N-Y said and asked, lately I've been super slow because we have been training in super small area and it's frustrating how, and it's frustrating. How can I play good in like tight possession drills? By the time I see someone, it's too late. Uh, Okay. So when the coach decides to make the space that you play in a lot smaller, typically the idea is to reduce the amount of time you have to make a decision. And Doing so forces you to have to become more aware of what's around you and make decisions more quickly. So if you're having a lot of trouble making decisions quickly, then what is it that – let's see. I'm trying to think of something that you can do that could be more helpful to you. Well, one – okay. So if you're letting your frustration make you angry to the point that you give up and you don't want to try anymore, then that's not good, right? So if that's where you're at, 
first you need to accept that you're not at the level you need to be yet, but it doesn't mean you can't get there. So accept that you're not good enough right now, but that's okay because you're going to do the work to be good enough later. So by, by good enough, it means you're going to do the work that you need to do now. And as you do the work over time, you'll become good enough at a later time, right? So you're not going to be perfect today. You're not going to get it figured out today. It's also another thing I was talking about with some of my teammates here today. Um, once you recognize there's something you need to get better at, then you have to put in place a plan that you will execute on so that you can get better over time. And most players tend to try to do everything on the same day and figure it out and get perfect on, on day one. And it you can get extremely lucky and that could work out, but chances are it's going to be short-lived. So having said that, embrace the challenge as best as you can. Put yourself in uncomfortable and difficult situations. Continue to demand the ball in tough spots and keep working at it until you can get yourself out of those situations. And if that means you have to get better with your first touch to create more time for yourself, do that. If that means you need to get fitter so you can continually move off the ball so you can outwork your defender, then do that. If you need to see two or three steps ahead of the players around you in your soccer IQ, then do that. But all those things I just talked about, the better you get at any one of those things, or the better you get at all those things, the more time you create for yourself on the field, the better decisions you make on the field, and uh, the slower the game seems to you. So, yes, uh, identify what part of your game is lacking or missing and decide if focusing on getting better at that is more beneficial to you or is focusing in on what you're extremely good at the thing that you should just be completely dedicated and focused in on but that's a decision that you have to make for yourself but hopefully that gives you a few tools that you could use to um to get better 50-50 ball podcast just joined in. What's going on, guys? P-Dog, 747, McNasty, 2002. Um, oh, let's see. Oh, a little tired, guys. Had a good training session today. Been doing a lot of travel this week, and then we have a game tomorrow night. Um, had a training session today. Let me see if we got it. Oh, let's see. Hey, winning squad. Winning squad. Shirts versus skins today. You know which team won. You guys know which team won. You check out that in the middle. That's the victory picture from the team today. We took it back old school. We didn't have the, uh, <laughs> we didn't have the, what do you call it? The bibs. The bibs weren't out there, so we took it old school shirts for skins, and then we got the bibs halfway through. Um, it was good, good session today. The guys um, are getting dialed in and and um, committed to just getting better each day, which is really good to see. I'm uh, I'm liking the group of group of guys we've got here, and um, I'm looking forward to continue to work with them here till the end of the season. Uh, Joe Jackson. Asked, will clubs allow you to have a clause in your contract that they will pay like a portion or all of your college education if you go pro from an academy or some other way? So we'll, let me remake sure I'm understanding. Will clubs allow you to have a clause in your contract that will that they will pay for a portion or all of your college education if you – Ah, OK. Yeah, so you're asking if you went pro, could you put in your contract – could you get a clause in your contract that says the club that you're going to will pay a portion or all of your college education if and when you decide to do that? And the answer to that is absolutely yes, 100%. All contracts are negotiable. Fully understand that. When most clubs or organizations say that they can't do something or they don't, it's, it's not so much that they can't. It's that they don't want to or they're not willing to make the accommodations or changes or advocate to make that happen. But if they want you bad enough and they want you a part of their organization and their program or whatever it is that they have going on, they are going to do their utmost to put things in place, put mechanisms in place to help you get what it is that you need 
to join their organization. So if you are thinking about going to the pro level and foregoing um, a college career um, or a college education, I think it would be very um, wise of you to have your agent or yourself, if you're representing yourself or family member in some cases, um, work to have some type of clause in your contract that that um, that the organization will allocate finance, financial resources to your college education. I know, I know there's a lot of players who actually have that, but not as many players as you would realize actually follow through with that. So a lot ha- – so I won't say a lot. Some have that clause or that mechanism. Many don't take full advantage of it. So if you're going to get that in there, make sure you're also utilizing it and doing that as well too. But that's a very good question, Joe. Loving that. Brahim, what's up, brother? Welcome. Thank you for stopping by. Let's see what we got here. Uh, FCJAIRO underscore four asks, did you make hard sacrifices to your family? I'm assuming you're saying, do you have to make a lot of tough sacrifices um, with your family to make it and to play at the professional level? And the answer to that is yes. You do, you know. You might, um, you might have to give up time with your your parents, time with your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your fiance, your wife, your husband, um, your kids, um, your brothers, your sisters, your cousins, your nieces, your nephews, uh, because in order to get to a professional level and maintain a, a high level of professionalism, you have to dedicate a lot of time, energy, and resources to to making that happen. It, it isn't something that just happens overnight, and it isn't something that doesn't require a lot of commitment, and uh, a lot of that commitment requires your time. And um, it can be difficult not only on you, but your family members and those around you, because it can be very difficult for people to understand you and understand why you would make the sacrifices you're making, um, because many of many in many cases they aren't making those same sacrifices themselves and um because of that that can become a very difficult road it can become a very lonely road and it can and it and it will challenge you in many ways but it will also give you opportunities to learn lessons and grow so um it's practicing those three s's of self-awareness there at the bottom you see pinned at the bottom um to understand who you are and and what you're willing to commit to to become who you want to be, um, so yeah, that's good. That's good. We I don't think uh, questions of sacrifice hasn't come through the account before. So thank you for that one. Um, A J F R O M A J A X dropped them. I'm in your head emojis. Loving that. S A K H E R S I said, I'm a coach. What advice would you give me to communicate with my players? Well, the first advice I would give is for you to go to that link that you see pinned below by Joe Jackson, perfectsoccerskills.com slash SSS, and get a full breakdown of the three S's of self-awareness. That's um, uh, my mentality talk to help players all get on the same page as to what it takes to accomplish a high level in the soccer world. That would be my first, my first uh, piece of advice um, for you. With that, the second would be understand understand that much of the knowledge that you have that you want to share with your players has been earned through personal experience. So a lot of what you know is because you personally experienced it yourself. And I think something that can get become very difficult for coaches to accept or acknowledge or fully realize is many players won't be able to see what you're saying or understand what you're saying because they have yet to experience it for themselves. So if you can focus on creating the experience, you're going to you're going to better help yourself set your players up for success. If you spend time being frustrated or angry with the fact that they don't get it and they don't understand, rather than focusing in on why they don't get it 
and how you could help them understand, um, you're not going to make the type of progress that you'd like to make with them. Uh, and it, it typically will take much longer than you, you think it should. And you have to learn to be okay with that. That's where patience, patient come, patience comes in. But, uh, yeah, hope, hope that's helpful. But it's great to see some coaches joining in and asking their questions as well, too. All right. So let's see. H-U-S-S-A-I-N-N-E-X-T-D-O-O-R said, I took a break from soccer. Now both my technique and fitness are rusty. What should I work on first? And that is very typical of everybody. Everyone takes a break after a while and you lose a step or two. Um, those of you on the call, when was the, uh, how long did it take you to get back in shape or back to where you were before when you took your last break from soccer? So like, how long does it typically take you to get back in shape and get back up to speed with stuff? Um, I'd love to see, uh, how everybody else feels and how that works for them. Cause I feel like this is something that we all go through, but, uh, technique or fitness though, technique, technical drills and technique, technique work is mo more fun. I would say you should always start with the fitness aspect because the fitness is key to your ability to to develop your technique and have technique for the entirety of the game. So for full 90 minutes, right? You could be the most technically gifted person in the world. And if you get super tired and then you can barely move your legs after five minutes because you're super out of shape, that technique doesn't do you too well. Uh, but if you had zero technique, but you could run 100 miles per hour all day for the whole game for full 90 minutes, you might not be, you, you might not be, uh, impacting the game um, like to the degree that a technical player does, but you could be fatiguing the other team for the entire time and their focus and energy has to be dedicated to you. So you can greatly impact the game um, for a much longer duration of time, which gives the rest of your teammates more opportunities to create chances to score. So that's where I'm trying to you know put a little context into that. Um, to understand why I say start with fitness first versus starting with technique. You can always do technique work. You can always get better at your technique. Um, but you'll be able to do more technical work if you are strong on the fitness side um, first and foremost. But that is a good one. Let's see. Taya, what's going on? Welcome, welcome. Let's see what we got here. We've got a couple more coming in. Um, 3-S-E-B-A-S-I-R-O-D-R-I-G-U-E-Z-6 asked, as a center back lacking first touch and ball control, which should I focus on more? First touch and ball control. Well, first touch and ball control are the same thing. Like your ability to control the ball is tied to your first touch. So... Um, if you don't see them as the same thing, and it sounds, it kind of seems like you don't, um, you look at them as two separate things, then first touch. Because you can't control the ball without having a good first touch. That's, that's the nature of your first touch. So the best way to develop first touch is repetition, repetition, repetition. And um, I think a quicker way to develop the technical, the technical ability in the first touch is to work with like a size one ball. And get really good with controlling the get get really good at controlling a size one ball, because um, if you can tr control a size one ball, it should inherently become it become much easier to control a size five ball, which is the official size soccer ball that um, you play with at the professional. Joe dot Jackson eleven said, "Don't you also have a Quincy talks with the SSS presentation at Bill Hamid's camp?" Yes. Excuse me. So. For those of you who have been tuning in to the other shows that we've gotten up and running on the account, we've got Quincy Talks, which is um, which is basically we take 
a conversation, a one-off live that I've done, a podcast, a speech or talk I've done somewhere or um, yeah, or a Zoom call, webinar, and we, we pull the audio from that and we turn it into a podcast clip and we share that on uh, Perfect Soccer Radio. And the three S's of self-awareness talk, yes, Joe, we turn that into a Quincy Talks episode. So if you're if you're wanting to find the audio version of that, you can find the Quincy Talks um, three S's of self-awareness talk over on Perfect Soccer Radio as well as at the link below. I think that takes you to the YouTube replay, right, the video replay of that talk. But thank you, Joe. That was uh, That is much appreciated. <laughs> Uh, Sebastian said it took it took him a year and a half to reach his peak fitness. Love that. That means you were dedicated for time. How many uh, how many people have been dedicated to getting to peak fitness over a year and a half? That is that is some commitment. Uh, are you maintaining that fitness? Are you keeping it going, or did you kind of let that fall by? Completed the push up challenge. Um. And if anybody's still in the process of that, let me know where you're at. How far into it are you? Or did you end up having to start back over? Uh, the Luca underscore three said, Hey, Quincy, could you respond to my DM about my mom's questions? It's a bit of a longer one. Um, I have not seen your DM, the Luca, but I will try my best to remember to check. I'm, I get a lot of DMs, and I try to respond to them when I'm able but I also have like a lot of emails and a lot, I got a lot of stuff that I'm working through and um, I, I'm still doing my best to be the one to respond to all messages on my personal platforms. Uh, but because I'm doing that, it does take me quite a bit of time to get back to everybody. Um, but as of right now, I get I, I respond. It's me who's personally responding to every single message and DM that comes through. So because of that, it can take me quite a bit of time to get back um, to all the messages. I'm still trying. I'm deciding if it makes more sense that I have someone help me manage the DMs. So at least um, everyone is getting a response. But I, I feel like a big reason that people are reaching out is because they're trying to get a response from me. So I don't. Let me know. Would you guys? Would you rather it? Someone on the team, on the perfect soccer team, gets back to you and gets a response to you um, in a more quickly manner, so let's say like within a week, or is it better that you might end up having to wait like a month or two months before I can get back to you all the messages? Like I said, the, I get a lot, so and usually it ends up taking me like two months to get back to everybody. So, which is better? Which would you guys prefer? A perfect soccer team member within a week or? Me personally, but within maybe in two months. Um, let's see what we got here. Lucas said, not the first time that something happened during a game versus LA. I'm in your head emojis. You already know. I'm trying to think. My last game was my last game. I'm trying to think my last game in LA. I think my last game in LA, I had two goals. So it was with the earthquakes when we played LA. That might have been, has it been that long? It might have been, uh, what's his name played for them that day? I think it was his, was it his first match? First match? Steven Gerrard? I think that was his, that's his name, right? I think Steven Gerrard played for LA, right? I think it was his inaugural match. And I scored two goals in that game. And now this is the next time I'm at LA Galaxy Stadium and got two assists. So there might be something in the air. Uh, PG Sports, Paul, Perfect Soccer Audio Engineer, joining in. What's going on, brother? Good to see you. Tony, A-L-I-J-I, -I, said, what up, Quincy? What's going on? Serena, joining in. Serena, we're just, we're just speaking about you earlier. Um, let's see what we got here. Okay, there you go. Uh, E-L-I-E-L -E underscore A-R-R-O-Y-O -O asked, what do you do to deal with blisters on your feet? Is, is, that's a good one because I, I got a blister. I just got a blister on my feet because of the – I'm wearing these 
These are the two assist shoes, so we got to keep them going, right? I don't know which version of Nemesis. We got the the tech, the tech three point ohs. Tech. That's why you guys are seeing the tech come out. Tech coming out in the game. Uh, um. Yeah, but I hadn't worn those in quite a while, so it gave me a blister. Typically, what I do is I just ignore it <laughs> to the best of my ability until it like calluses over and I'm okay. Um, but if it gets too bad and I can't and I can't soldier through that because you just keep rubbing and opening it or like busting it, busting it open, um, they've got those like little jelly pads. Uh, they're called Tough Skin, or I think that's what they're called. But you, you peel them and they're like like little gelatin pieces. You put that over there, tape over, and you're good to go. Um, uh, Paul said, hashtag Quincy2LA with the sunshine emoji. Like that. I mean, I'm, I am Cali. I am Cali born and raised. Uh, Mark, uh, Mark Tackett, what's going on, brother? Good to see you. Uh, he said, dude, saw the highlights from the Las Vegas game. Killing it. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, I was happy to get an opportunity to just uh, get get some good minutes under my belt, and uh, been working with the guys here these last two weeks. So starting to build some connections with the guys and get an understanding of where everybody's at, and um, hope to continue to contribute here moving forward. So that's why you see on the screen uh, the the team who won practice today. You know, you know which team won practice. That's the the sh uh, the skins. Uh, energy, good vibes. Welcome. What kind of energy we got here? I like that energy. I've been watching a lot of your YouTube videos and it was so helpful. Well, you're trying to call in, so I'm trying to buzz you in here. Let's see what's going on, man. If you got the good vibes. While we're waiting, join. Hey, what's up? Yo, what's going on? Nothing much. <sighs> yeah. So, uh, so for the audience, what's your name? Um, and what's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling from? Ellie. Oh God, I'm Ellie. I'm 25. I'm not calling from Canada. You said you're 25 and you're from Connecticut? Connecticut. You're cutting out there. You're cutting out there. There we go. Hold up. Tennessee. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um. Uh, okay, I think I think good vibes internet connection wasn't uh, wasn't working too well, but uh, was saying that they are from they've been watching our YouTube videos and they they've been very helpful and um, is calling in from Tennessee. So I appreciate you calling in from Tennessee, uh, Yoshi. What's going on? I said my G. Yeah. <laughs> what up? What up? Kendall uh, Kendall Cox Soccer popped in as well too. Uh, Paul had said, when are you going to interview Serena? That's a good – yeah, Serena, may, she, that would be good uh, to to do a husband-wife episode of the show. Uh, I'd say we do it now, but Serena's watching the boys, and they probably – as soon as they'd see her or hear her talking, um, they'd immediately need all of uh, mom's attention. Um, yeah, that's what – Paul, I'd, I'd seen that question. What are you going – when are you going to interview? We need to get that. We need to get that on the books. Maybe episode 100, maybe. Um, let's see. Uh, pigs underscore do underscore fly underscore six. I like that name. Very optimistic. Very optimistic. Uh, had asked, what is your favorite drill? Uh, 
my favorite drill is doing ball work with the size one ball. I, I prefer doing that. I feel like you get the most, you get the biggest bang for your buck. Least amount of energy input, maximum energy output. And um, that's where I, I spend a lot of my focus and time on, trying to maximize every ounce of energy I put into something. Um, uh, Paul said, hopefully Serena doesn't get mad at me for that. Uh, well, you'll have to ask her and see, see how she feels about that. Brahim said, hi, Quincy. What's going on, brother? Appreciate that. Appreciate you joining in. Um, uh, Yoshi said, uh, Yoshi.ccc said, any pregame ritual? Um, my my pregame ritual is kind of to not have any pregame ritual. So I guess that, that would be my ritual, right? So I, I don't want to be so reliant on something that it's necessary for me to perform on the day. So I'm not saying that that's the best approach and that that's the approach that works for everybody. Most players, most all players I've played with have some type of routine or ritual that they stick to every single game um, because that's what puts them in the zone. That's what makes them most comfortable. And I think each player should do what makes them feel most comfortable um, and ready to go on game day. So when I, ex when I ex express to you guys or share with you guys what it is that I do, it doesn't mean that it's the only way or it's the best way. It's just the way I approach the game. So I looked at it like I don't want to uh, – I'll give a specific. Like I know many players drink like a, a caffeinated drink or one of those um, – what do you call them? Uh, energy drinks before games. Um, you know, guys drink coffee and stuff like that. I don't like, well, two ways I look at it. One, I don't like how caffeine makes me feel. So it like makes me, I get the jitters, um, or yeah, I get the jitters. I've heard people use the term jitters. That's what it feels like when I'm, when I'm drinking caffeine. I don't really like, I don't like caffeine like that. So I don't like that feeling. So that's one reason why I don't do it. But on top of that, I don't like the idea of needing to drink caffeine to get up for a game. So, but I know many players do. A lot of guys drink coffee. They enjoy coffee and they enjoy their energy drinks. Drinking energy drinks before games or drinking them at all in general is that's a different conversation for another day. Those aren't necessarily things that you should probably be drinking. They're not particularly the best for you. Um, but, you know, to each their own. I'm, I acknowledge and know that many players do like to drink them they prefer to have them and they feel that they need them to perform or do whatever and that is fine if that is what you want to do um for me i just didn't want to create habits for myself that i might not be able to stick to so like what do i do if i don't have the energy drink or it's not there or i'm used to having my lucky underwear or my lucky socks or um you know doing something i just i'm always thinking just if i have to do something to get ready for the game and then what happens when i don't have that available to me i'd rather just not have to worry about that so that's why we just developed the msl mentality and mindset which just means you adapt or die you deal with what's coming and you uh you figure it out and uh no excuses you know just make it happen um, oh, energy, good vibes. Ask when are you going to post more YouTube videos? We are in the process of getting that stuff together. Um, in the team meeting on Monday with with the the perfect soccer team members, we talked about getting tying a bow on all this on all the projects and stuff that we've been working on for a while that have kind of um, gotten away from us, so that we can really get all of our content uploaded, everything solidified and put away and squared away so we can get back to doing the episodes and shows that um, our followers really enjoyed. So some of those being Tactical Tuesday and One Skill, One Drill uh, videos. Ross did an amazing job for us with uh, a lot of those original videos, but um, hopefully we discussed with Ryan, so be pro manager for, uh, be pro general manager um, about uh, bringing that series back and uh, getting that up and running again. And I think he'll be doing a lot more with incorporating the mini ball, the small mini ball, uh, mainly because that's I really enjoy that type of ball work and skill work. And I see that as the path that gets me um, 
you know, up to speed most quickly. So we want to get some training programs uh, centered around that. Plus, we've got the $5 mini ball special on the store. So uh, tying it all together. But so but hoping hoping by Q4, we got that back up and running. Um, let's see. <sighs> uh, live our pool FC fan page said the day of the competition I can't eat anything I only drink water throughout the day and I'm good and if I have a headband I wear it okay there you go like that what do you feel the what do you feel the headband does uh, for you uh, I've never worn a headband um, I've only seen a few players wear a headband some players wear the you know the the concussion headgear, but not too many wear the headband. I like that. You might be branding yourself something decent there. Uh, Sage of DBZ asks, any advice for taking abilities you gain from training by yourself in with you in the games to create the bridge from stuff you do yourself to you doing that in your game? <laughs> uh, let me reread that. Abilities you gain from training by yourself in with you in the game to create the bridge from stuff you do yourself to you doing that in your game. I'm thinking you mean what did you gain from training yourself? How do you take the things that you're learning and implementing and working on yourself and execute on them in the game? I'm, I'm gathering that that is your question. Um, I would suggest that your focus be training the things that you see that you should be doing better to execute on in the game. So like if you're getting into positions, if you're getting into positions at the corner of the box to have a free shot on goal, but you keep shooting it over the goal or you kick it straight to the goalkeeper or you take too long to shoot and the defender blocks it, then when you're going and working on your own, you need to be recreating that scenario and working on techniques and repetition that that addresses the problem that you keep seeing on the field so that you can um, become comfortable in that space and and gain gain confidence. Yeah, and gain confidence. So that when you do get on the field, when you get into that space, when you get into the scenario, it's like second nature to you. And um, it's like a walk in the park. You're just doing what you always do and you're doing it well and you're making it look easy. Um, and this, what's going on? Welcome. Um, I keep referencing, I was talking to a lot of my, my teammates and uh, teammates about a lot of this stuff. So like, like I said, a lot of stuff we talk about here is the same stuff I talk about with my teammates and um, my locker mates when, um, you know, they're wanting to better understand what's going on or get better or figure out how to make that jump or get to the next level or improve their game. And um, uh, it's, and I said it earlier in the call, it's really hard to do the simple things well. And when you're, when, when you're good, you make things look easy. So most people watch people who are of a high level and they think that they can do it because the people who are at a high level make it look easy. That's why they're good at what they do, because they can make it look so easy. Um, and that tends to be a mistake. I feel, like I, I feel like I did a post on my Instagram back when I was with Montreal, or around that time. I don't have to go on my feed to look at it. But It was basically saying, are you, are you someone who makes the mistake of thinking that because something looks easy, it is? Chances are the easier something looks, the more difficult it is to do and to pull off. And uh, I think a perfect example of that is like starting a clothing, clothing brand, right? Like it looks pretty easy. It, 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 pretty, it is. You just come up with a name, an idea of something, you put it on a t-shirt, you've got a clothing brand, right? It is easy, but to have a successful clothing brand, wow, extremely, extremely difficult because it is so easy to do. So many people can do it. So many people can get involved. It's very, very easy. The barrier to entry is 
extremely low. So when that is the case, one aspect of it can be and is extremely easy, but <clears throat> to master it and get to a very high level of professionalism or profici proficiency at that, in this case, the brand, uh, you know, coming up with your own clothing line and stuff, it's very, very, very difficult to do. And uh, that's the journey you're setting out on uh, when, you're, when you see something that you really like, you really enjoy, looks easy, and you want to participate in, um, but want to get to a very high level at. Um, understand that it's, it will require a lot of hard work um, and um, sacrifice and commitment on your point. I think a lot of that, a lot of the questions that come in today are very, very in alignment with where, I guess with where I'm currently at with, uh, with the lights right now and getting integrated into the team and understanding the USL system and uh, the teams and the play and, you know, um, how things operate now with COVID and yeah, well, now I'm thinking about it. This is my first time playing in the games with the new rules and the new protocols and the new systems and processes as a result of COVID. So a lot of players have been doing that for the last several months. Um, I've just now recently gotten into that in these last few weeks. So um, compartmentalizing everything to understand um, where everyone is, where the organization is, where the organization wants to go, how it fits into this year, what's going to be going on in 2020 in general, um, the, the trajectory of the team. Like these are all things that um, are already in motion, but your job as a player is to come in and to absorb and learn as quickly as possible and, and provide value the best ways that you can. Uh, uh, Sage of DBZ asked, why is it that when I play with better players, I start doubting my own abilities and wishing I was others? How do I fix this? Um, you can admire the skills and abilities of the players around you, but to be intimidated by them is a mistake. Just as they're good at things that they do, you are also good at things that you do. And that should be your focus. And if there's something that they, maybe they're better at, so let's say you're really good at dribbling, but they're way better than you at dribbling, rather than being intimidated or or doubting yourself from that, look at what they do and how they do it and learn how you can improve what you do. So look at it as an opportunity to learn and grow. Don't look at it as an opportunity to hide and and feel sorry for yourself or doubt yourself. Um, I really just think it's as simple, it's, it's as simple as a perspective shift, but like I said, doing the simple things is difficult to do. Committing to that perspective shift, committing to looking at every time someone's better than you or can do something that you can't as an opportunity to learn, to grow, to improve and get better is difficult because you always have to self-reflect, practice those three S's of self-awareness. You see the link there at the bottom, perfectcyberskills.com slash SSS. Um, recognize where you could be wrong or where you are wrong and how you could be better. And then coming up with a plan to get better and then remaining committed to doing the work to become better and doing that consistently over time and tying that back to the beginning of the conversation, um, tying it into a plan that keeps you, that, that maintains you at that 60% your capacity level. Um, if, you can, if you can bridge all those things together and tie it together and create a plan like that, in my opinion, that is the plan that best sets you up for success, future success, it also helps you. It also helps you build a solid foundation. It it helps you slowly ascend over time, which which um, allows you to build something with legacy and um, and sustainable. And uh, that's not everybody's plan, but if that's your plan and what you want to do, and that sounds good to you, that is the best way I've seen. Um, an experience to go about doing it. So I'm happy to share um, what I have learned along this now 12-year professional soccer career. Uh, Brahim underscore K-E-I-T said, Hi, my bro. Does your mental health need to be ready every single game? 
I think. All right. The battery's getting low. So um, last couple minutes here uh, before Instagram will officially kick me off. So um, this will this will be the last question of the day. Um, I appreciate everybody sending in their questions. There have been some great ones, and I'm looking forward to answering more of your guys' questions here next week. So if you didn't get your question answered here today, make sure you tune in next Thursday because we'll be back here, same place, same time, for next week's episode. But to round it, uh, round it out, does your mental health need to be ready every single game? I would say no. It doesn't need to be ready every single game. But the goal would be to be mentally ready every game. Um, you're going to have difficult times, difficult moments in your career and in life, and that's going to negatively impact you and, and influence your ability to perform on the field or off the field. And that's life. That's, those are going to happen. But being focused on doing what you need to do to maintain your mental health and mental wellness is, is important. And I think it is becoming understood more and more with every passing week, the level of importance of mental health and um, practicing, putting into practice means of mental exercise, mental fitness. Um, that's what this show basically is, if you really think about it, right? And this MSL, the Mental Strength League, and we build mental strength over time and um, remaining committed to something over time is how you how you build the mental stamina to overcome and get through difficult times uh times like 2020 which has been a very unpredictable uh difficult time for many people and um has has and will create a lot of new industries a lot of new ways of thinking a lot of new um experiences and environments for people but i think what is what can be consistent through all of that is your perspective and how you choose to see the potential um, opportunities that will result from it so um, yeah no that's a great that's a great last question I like that uh, rounding it out here um, you know mental strength also requires mental breaks you know and self-reflection and just um, unplugging as well too which can um which can be difficult to do even for someone like especially for someone like myself i'm i'm very focused and driven and and sometimes you have to remind yourself and just like i'm talking to you guys i'm talking to myself right now you have to remind yourself that um taking a break is is also mental health right um, you can't go 100% always. You can't be tuned in all the time. Um, you can, but as time goes on, you've got the law of diminishing returns. So um, that is a reminder to me just as much as it is a, a reminder to the group. So, Raheem, I appreciate that question. That's a great one to round it off. I'm seeing Joe Jackson said, uh, thanks for the great live. Quincy, have a great weekend. I'm in your head. Thank you very much for joining in. I appreciate it. Sage, Sage of DBZ uh, said, appreciate the insight and knowledge. You're a big help, of course. Thanks for joining in, as always, and asking your questions. Luca said, all right, peace. Quincy, good luck in your next game. Thank you, guys. Yes, it is tomorrow. Um, uh, yeah, love to see, to hear you guys' feedback after you watch the game, what your takeaways are, what you noticed, what stood out to you, what you felt I could do better or be better at, or what you thought I did well, um, all of that. So I appreciate everybody joining in. I hope you got a lot out of today's episode, and I will see everybody next week, same time, same place. And as always, I'm in your head. Later, guys. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com radio. 
That's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode. 